0: Welcome to the Kids to Market Podcast, where we talk to amazing young entrepreneurs, big and small, adults who champion kids in business, and discuss why running a children's business fair can change young people's lives. I'm Stacey, Kids to Market founder and raving fan of Kidpreneurs. everyone. Today I am joined by Aaron and Jonah with Tropical Cacao. Their business has created this kit on actually making chocolate from scratch with actual cacao beans. Welcome guys.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: <laughs> so uh, this is a really neat idea coming up with a kit that has all the information you need to make your own chocolate making kit. Like how how did you guys uh, come up with this idea? Aaron? why don't you address that?
2: Yeah, so I didn't know until this but it was kind of a family thing for us. At first it was just come up with something you like and sell it. So he said we like chocolate. Cause who doesn't? Great. And that and then we we thought, let's make baked goods for a business fair. But then mom was my mom was like, Hey, you know what? Lots of people might be doing baked goods. And and we kind of wanted our own unique business idea. So here's what we came up with. We came up with the education kit. Little did I know, my grandma's grandma had a a cocoa tree in her front yard in the Philippines. And really, like she actually
0: had a. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, go on.
2: Yeah. So they. So. They harvested the, the pods, opened them up, grabbed the beans, and did their things, refined them. And then they'd have chocolate. I, I did not know that.
0: Wow. And so you learned this as a result of coming up with this business idea. You learned some family heritage.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That is
0: really cool. And so the kit idea, the idea for it to, to have, because I, I have one of the kits, and there's this, the whole uh, instructions on how to make it right? and we why not, Actually, why don't you do that? Why don't you walk people through everything that's included in that kit? Because, you know, I'll put pictures up uh, with the podcast, but not everybody's going to see these. So why don't you explain the kit from soup to nuts?
2: So, well, first you get a brochure in color or black and white. It has all of our inspiration, places we went to get instructions and make our own techniques. We also have memories and our story about how much we like chocolate (laughs) and then yeah that's kind of it yeah well you've got
0: you've got activities in there too right
2: not not in the not in the brochure but no not
0: in the brochure but in the kit like there's like how to make an origami figure you actually include origami paper in there which you wouldn't think you'd get in a chocolate making kit
2: yeah but little do you know
0: there it is it's like a full curriculum like, when yeah. I opened it up, I was amazed at the volume of information that was inside there. And I, yeah. I honestly didn't know what I was going to get. So I was really surprised when, you know, I opened the kit and it actually has a real cacao pod. Like, not the beans, yeah. but the actual pod is in there with instructions on how to break it open, ferment it. It's almost like it's almost like making yogurt. It looks like it has a very similar process to it. Yeah, yogurt. And then... Yeah, and then drying it out. Plus, you included already to be made cacao beans, in order to actually make the powder and start your chocolate. Plus, all the recipes. Like it's, it's. You sell this for how much, Erin? Fifty bucks per fifty bucks per kit. (laughs) And and it yeah it has a I you know it's the cacao pod. So when I show it to other people, they're like, oh my gosh, where can I get that? So there's. The hook, the interesting part of your business. What made your business so appealing was to actually physically have a cacao pod. Everybody's really fascinated with the fact that that's included in the kit, whether they ferment the beans or not. They're just fascinated by the pod. Yeah. So yeah, that that was absolutely amazing. So actually, uh, Jonah, why don't you talk about the costs to starting this? Because I mean, how do you how are you getting these pods, and how much is this like your overhead costs?
1: Our for overhead, such an item our overhead cost is a lot Each yeah it's about hmm, 300 dollars per shipment so that's why we charge about 50 bucks
0: yeah okay but how many pods do you get in that shipment so you're talking about the ordering of the pods
1: yes about nine to twelve. Oh, so it's not
0: a it's not per pod you just do a shipment and you get is by weight
1: yes it's definitely by weight
0: okay oh that's interesting so then you're ordering them. So that's your first. And the rest, do you have any more costs? Yeah, because you've got the beans and the mason jar you include. Yes, what but else?
1: we actually had the mason jars ahead of time and the beans. Yeah.
0: You had those beans already?
1: Yes, we did. And oh, okay. What was it again? Uh, the actual printing was free from the library.
0: Okay, so use the library as your printing source. Ah, see, this is good information for young entrepreneurs. This ways to find cheap or free sources for some of your costs. So the library is actually a good option for that. So if you had to, because you'd have to include the cost of those beans and the mason jars in order to determine the base cost of your product. Did you do that? Did you include the cost? Like mason jars aren't very expensive when you buy them in bulk.
1: Yeah, well, we usually just, Let them borrow it because we had like 16 mason jars in our house. Oh,
0: I see. So originally, because it was local, you supplied all the materials to make the chocolate, and then they would give those materials back, almost like a kit that comes with rental equipment.
1: Yes, that was the uh, general idea.
0: That was the, okay, so those are the uh, initial ideas. So what did your base cost come to? So when you come up with a $50 price point, each kit out-of-pocket cost you how much to make. It was 20 something dollars wasn't it?
1: Yeah, because the pot, my mom calculated about $40 per pod, and then we got the actual origami paper, which we had at our house. We had the mason jars at our house. All the printing was free, so I'd say about base cost per kit, $45.
0: Well, you're only making a $5 profit per kit?
1: Yeah, because the base cost is a lot, and we would yeah. need to pay that off first. Oh, I see.
0: Okay. So you are, are you, do you have plans to increase the price of this? Because you should be charging more Yeah, to make sure that you can reinvest, right? Because that's probably not sustainable. So is that, let's talk about scaling, right? So you're making somewhere around five to $7 because you're, yeah, you're not, you're renting out the equipment locally. But if you, are you guys planning to start shipping this kit? Would it look the same if you were shipping it or would you do something different?
1: So if we were shipping it, we would actually charge for shipping.
0: Yeah. Well, yes, I would hope so. But I'm talking about actually profits over top because right now you're not making enough money in order to buy more cacao pods to make new kits. Right. So you need to you're going to need to at least double and then some your base costs, if not triple, in order to be able to reinvest and ship it out. To be honest, I don't think it's unreasonable to charge $75 for this kit. Like I don't think it I don't think it's unreasonable to send it because you've built a full curriculum, right? So okay, so that's interesting. So you did this to see if whether or not, you know, you're losing money essentially or not making a big enough profit in order to test the idea.
1: Yes. And your did it word- fly?
0: like how are you doing like did you are you selling them all
1: yes we are we we had a few friends say they wanted some and we sold all of them besides two great
0: okay so now you know you've tested your idea right and And you've made back enough money that it's covered the cost of what it cost you to buy the pods so you're not you're not losing any money
1: yes so I think we should yeah definitely increase the profit by like what, $75 because that's the amount of work we put into it and the amount of profit we're making does not make sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So there's two different models. So it's cost plus uh, as opposed to value. So you need to shift from a cost plus to a value-based pricing model now. Right. So yeah. I know that, I know that you can hear it and what you're doing. So that, but the goal was to test it. Who knows if somebody would pay that much money for this? I'm telling you, the feedback I'm getting is people would definitely buy this. They didn't even question the cost. They actually thought it was too low. So you
1: probably got the same
0: feedback, am I right?
1: Yes, probably. So yeah. I'd have to argue with my mom about increasing prices. Oh, she's arguing increasing the price? Yes, because you say nobody will spend $75 for this. Oh, but- I think
0: she's she's undervaluing it. Right. The interesting thing is, is that the time to task too. So initially, you know, for young entrepreneurs, it's basically covering the cost it does to develop the product or the service before it is about the value of the product itself. But I think you've proven the value, so you could probably increase that
1: significantly,
0: in my opinion, because the novelty of that pod is very appealing. You know, so. I, th- I think you have a really great product here. And I, I love the fact that you guys were using it to differentiate yourself from the other people that were doing food-based businesses instead of, you know, you had samples because yes. you guys did uh, the class and then you did the, the entrepreneur's market, right?
1: Yes. And it taught us that even if you fail the first time, you still have the rest of your life to try and try.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. So um, let's, Let's talk about that. I'm going to give Aaron a chance here to talk. Like you did the class, Aaron, what did you get out of it?
2: I think we got some pretty good ideas from the class. Yeah, is
0: it from other people or is it from testing out your business idea? What do you think What do you think was the greatest learning that came from starting your own business?
2: Well, there are some lessons in it. Like if you manage your money correctly, yeah. It'll come it'll all turn out there's it all only- turned
0: out. So money management was key.
2: Yeah, it's it's really it's really essential.
0: Really essential. Okay, so that can't was-
2: pay, If you can't pay back your mom for buying all the cacao pods for you, you're kind of in <laughs> trouble, you're in debt and you're giving up your own pocket money. Yes. And making actually negative profits.
0: Okay, good. I'm glad. That's probably one of the best, best things that we learned from starting a business is actually the value of money, what money is worth- and how to make sure that we stay above that debt margin. That's absolutely true. How about you, Jonah? What did you what was your greatest learning? You can say the same thing as Aaron, but if you have something to add to that, let me know about starting your own business.
1: That family definitely helps a lot.
0: Yeah, family support, right? That yeah. that was it was really crucial that, you know, now you're you're suggesting your mom's holding you back. We got to talk to mom about yeah. About increasing your price point. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Did you guys have fun in the class? Did you like it?
1: Yes, I definitely did.
0: Yeah, it was good. How about um, listening to other people's business ideas?
1: Quite interesting. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Did you buy any any other businesses from anybody else? Mostly, did you buy stuff?
1: Yes, I did. I bought mostly from close friends.
0: Oh yeah. Is it? Did you buy it because they were friends, or did you buy it because they had a really cool product?
1: Cool product, definitely. All
0: right on. How about you, Aaron? Did you buy anything at the fair?
2: Yeah, I did buy from my friend Porter.
0: Yeah, what's Porter selling?
2: He's selling crazy critters. Crazy (laughs) critters he's sewn up a bunch of cool looking small characters and he's yeah. selling them for a price and
0: they were all upcycled right like they yep. were all from recycled materials yeah I called them ugly critters when I saw him he said he should have changed his name to that those things were hideous they were so hideous they were cute they were amazing yeah. I loved them and they were soft which was so interesting yeah right? I
2: also got them from I also got some products from reality
0: Oh, Reality, that's a
2: good Yeah, name. that's my friend's Ethan, my, my friend Ethan, man, the business, I, I got a cup, it, it was yeah. really, really good. It I was good like tea? Six. Yeah. You yeah, got
0: like six. Did you guys spend all your profits at the fair?
2: No, uh, I I I did not, I spent actual pocket money on that. I, uh, I
1: spent a ton of money that my grandma gave me just for, just for business.
0: spending at the fair. Don't we love grandmas for that? Yes. You're so yeah. awesome. Okay, both of you. So, Aaron, let's start with you. Do you do you think that you would continue with this business? Let's say that you don't want to continue on with Tropical Cacao. Can you see what it takes to start a business now? Can you envision it? Can you see it from A to Z, all the way to the end? Can you see it?
2: Yeah, like, I'll take Cadbury for an example. They made their own chocolates. Yeah. They started as a family business, but they ended not family owned anymore, even though they still have family shares in the business. Oh. I I, I don't see how this is going to go, but. I can see how
0: this is going to go. Maybe after the podcast, I'll give you some suggestions, but it's good. You can see it right? I think that probably one of the things I hear the most out of the entrepreneurs that go through the cycle of starting a business and selling it for money is that even if they don't go any further with it, what they've learned from the experience is they had no idea that they were capable of such a thing. Would you agree?
2: I would certainly agree. I think that is very accurate.
0: Right on. How about you, Jonah? What do you think? Like, do you think that this this is unique learning,
1: experience yes i definitely learned that even if it's just a class project or something like that you can still continue forward with it after
0: right and it's do you learn let's say you did like a science fair project you know where you come up with a lemon battery would you learn the same things or do you think that learning from starting your own business where you actually are under the pressure to
1: sell something you learn different skills? Yes, I did definitely learn different skills than a science fair. Cuz you learn how to manage your money definitely.
0: You okay, so this was your thing. Like you guys the greatest learning that came out of this was was money management.
1: Definitely. Yeah?
0: Before that's this good. I
1: that's definitely before this I had poor money management. <laughs>
0: okay so Jonah you're 12 right yes yeah and Aaron you're 11 we (laughs) we I I would think most 11 and 12 year olds are not super great at money management to begin with so this was this is a very good thing to learn at your age so I'm really excited that that was the outcome from this I I love your kit and I can totally see how this is scalable so I hope you guys keep going with it and envisioning other possibilities Uh, I think you guys did a great job I love it. And uh, thanks so much for being on my podcast.
2: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Thank all right, you bye for this. interviewing.
2: Bye. Yeah, this was all good. See ya.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening. Tell me your thoughts about today's episode. Anything stand out? Come check out kids2market.com forward slash the podcast for details of today's show and If you know a young entrepreneur that should be on the Kids to Market podcast, send me an email. I'd love to hear about them. And remember, the two most important steps you'll take is simply to start and take it to market.